Hi everybody, this is Rachel, one of the hosts of Fantasy Suites. Thank you guys so much for listening to our very first episode. We are so excited to finally be bringing this to you. We do have a survey we would love if you would fill out after you're done listening to the episode, which you can find at bit.ly slash fs pilot survey. We'll put it in the notes for the episode, but we would love to hear what you thought of our first episode, what we could do better, what you really liked, what you'd like to see more of. Thanks again for listening and hope you enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Yay. And hello world. They're going to be hearing this. The whole world. The whole world. Well, welcome everyone to Fantasy Suites. Woo-woo. Yay. My name's Rachel. And I'm Ashley. And we are going to talk about the sweet and salty of our favorite reality TV show, The Bachelor. <laughs> yes. So much to talk about. There's always so much to talk about. <laughs> um, the first thing we should talk about, though, is the fact that Becca is The Bachelorette, which I think is so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> I haven't been this excited for a Bachelorette in a while, but I will admit that's because I haven't watched The Bachelorette in a while. <laughs> I okay I was excited for Rachel but I I didn't yeah like I I I was excited because of the like cultural implications of like yay the first mm-hmm. you know black bachelorette but like I didn't like she wasn't my favorite on Nick's season and then yeah and then like Christina became my one of my all-time favorite contestants ever and so if Becca wasn't the bachelorette it was gonna have to be Christina in my mind um yeah but we got Becca and I'm thrilled yeah, I'm. I so I watched, stopped watching the Bachelor franchise period after Emily Maynard was the Bachelorette, like for oh my gosh, ago. okay, because yeah, it was so long ago. Okay, so I stopped watching because I was rooting for Jeff with one F the whole season. <laughs> I was like, I love this guy. He's skateboarded. He's Mormon. <laughs> you know, like I just he has great hair. I love him. So. When he won and he proposed, I was like, this is it. This is it. I will never see a better season than this. So I just, like, stopped watching. And then when Ari was back, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's somebody from Emily's season. And little did I know, he's, like, a total douche canoe in real life. He's the worst. He's He's the actual worst. I am, like, ashamed that I live in the same state as him. And I honestly have, like, stress dreams about him and Lauren coming into the (laughs) restaurant I work at. (laughs) <laughs> me having to like be nice to them <laughs> I can't be nice to you I'm I, sorry I can't serve this table I literally I, I don't know that I, I mean I could but I'd also be like super salty about their tips so if they did not tip well <laughs> the world would you know. know they don't tip well you know they are not good tippers oh, not at all and they yeah. are probably a super needy table too so I just I'll take a hard <laughs> probably <pass on> <laughs> I just, I just honestly wish Becca nothing but the absolute best. And I kind yeah. of in my like salty petty ways wish Ari like a life of complete like boring bland white breadness with Lauren. Yeah. Because they, that's all they are. Beige polos, khaki shorts. Yes. Plain oatmeal for breakfast. He's not even that good of a race car driver. Like... <laughs> oh, oh, big burn. That's... <laughs> That was a that was that was deep. We were going deep on that. We're go we're going for the knees. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> He's that bad, you guys. Like if you haven't watched Ari's season for whatever reason, and I don't know why you wouldn't have, but if you haven't, like you gotta oh do gosh. it. Oh my gosh. It's like okay, so I've watched a little bit of Juan Pablo's season because I was like making my way I was making my way back through like the seasons and stuff so I um and this was after I watched okay so my first season in real time was Ben Higgins um and then I was watching backwards so I went Ben Caitlin Chris Andy Mm -hmm. and then I started with um Juan Pablo and like Juan Pablo I think everybody just knew he was a trash fire like as they were watching, right but like exactly. Ari like they still tried to redeem him but there was no redemption to be had <laughs> there was no coming back from that 
Like, like the thing is, is like if you watched Emily's season, he was so incredibly sweet and kind, and like the breakup with him, like ripped your. I, I was even rooting for Jeff with one F, and like when she broke up with Ari, I, my heart was like ripped out of my chest. I was like, he's crying, you guys. <laughs> Like I was, it was so sad. He was so sweet. And so like when he was announced as a bachelor, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be such a great season. Um, no. That is how I felt with Nick Vile because okay, yeah. I, Andy. I liked Nick a lot. I liked Nick a lot on Paradise, which was my first introduction to him. And then I mm-hmm. liked him on Caitlyn's season. I got like why Sean B didn't like him. Like it was fine. It was actually hilarious. Sean B spends the whole season just calling him the other guy. Like he won't even and then um and then on Andy's season like he was just this genuinely like good guy from like Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and then I watched his season of The Bachelor and I was there the night they announced him as The Bachelor and he straight up ignored me straight up whoa yeah Yeah. so I went to a filming of After Paradise and Mm -hmm. it was the filming it was when they were announcing who the next Bachelor was and I was like, I hope it's Nick. I hope it's Nick. Cause I like thought he was really funny and I really liked him. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Ashley, I was there. I'm sure I'll tell these stories at some point, but anyway, so everybody seemed to be really nice except Kayla who seemed like a robot. But anyway, um, well, you know. she, she, um, so they announced Nick as the bachelor and there's only like maybe 15 people in this entire studio. Like it's small. And I literally yelled like, Nick, you're my favorite. Can I have a hug? Straight up ignored me. Straight oh my god! And I like left me with such a salty taste in my mouth, and I was like, "Well, fine then. Like, fine I, then. <laughs> I hope all the girls on your season find good love. That's not you. <laughs> that's not you. See, and I was like, I watched. Oh, so I watched. I'm trying to think because I said that I said that Emily was the last season I watched, but like I definitely watched one one Pablo season because it was like this is a dumpster fire, and I have to watch the right, whole thing. Right. Um, and then I think I did watch because Andy was one of his girls. Yes. And so I think I did watch Andy's season because I was so upset for her. I was like, no, it's the same thing with yes. Becca, right? Andy um, deserves so, just as much good as Becca deserves. I, I yeah, love absolutely. I love Andy so much. And like Nick was such a sweetie like the whole season. And then he came back for men tell all. And I was like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, what did she do to you? You know, I know because he was super salty. I read her actually I listened to the audiobook that she did. Um and there's this part in the audiobook where she talks about um <laughs> like when they um consummated their relationship. Okay. And she like does his voice and it's the weirdest thing ever. Like it, <laughs> it's terrible. Like I guess he like asked her if she would rather f or make love. Like straight up, just like asked what, her. and she was like, "Uh, I don't, I don't remember what she said." But then he was, he said something like, "I'd rather f the first three times and make love the fourth or something." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> what, what makes it three I times? Know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it like, and who asked that?" <laughs> It was terrible. It was so terrible. Oh I just okay. This like legit reminds me of like when I was like eleven, and one of my friends told me there's a difference between having sex and making love. <laughs> <laughs> I just and once you hear her do it in his voice, like you cringe every time you see him. <laughs> and so oh, I still cringe every time I see him. Now it's gonna be worse. Uh, and I can't believe he was dating January Jones. Anyway. Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. We should probably move into the recap section of this stuff. Okay. What did you think? Um, so first thing I noticed, okay, so there was a comment that during the rose ceremony, I think Leo said this, um, the guy with the great hair, yes. by the way, yes. in case you're like still shaky on names. Leo is the guy with the amazing long hair. Um, and he said <laughs> something about all of the guys looking like state troopers (laughs) and I lost it laughing because it's so true it's so true like I'm glad that the cast is like not extremely but like more racially diverse than I've seen in previous seasons and that 
you know, she was definitely, she seemed definitely um, more open to racial diversity, which, yes. like it. But also, like, all of the white <laughs> I ran into a problem when I was watching this season so far, and it's that mm-hmm. apparently Becca and I have literally the same taste in men. And so <laughs> I was like, oh, I like him. Oh, 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 oh. And that's never happened before because like, on JoJo season, they were all like these like really big, like pretty boys, which are nice. But yeah. like Becca and I have the same kind of style and it's it's problematic for me because it's hard for me to root for her <laughs> being with these guys because I want to take them. Okay, so full disclosure for anybody that's listening, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> so like... Oh, the, the best part for me is when I watch The Bachelorette, I have no sexual attraction to any of these people except for The Bachelorette. Perfect. So I'm watching and I'm like, oh, girl, like, you're going to be with this guy. Like, you should be with a real woman. Like, <laughs> So I need to address something. There is a contestant named Clay Harbor. His name Clay is yes. Clay Harbor. That sounds like a clothing line for the beigest people. <laughs> like it sounds like Lane Bryant's man, man. Like, <laughs> like where'd you get that shirt? I got it from Clay Harbor. Like Clay Harbor. <laughs> like oh, it's from Clay Harbor Spring <laughs> Summer line. And that's literally all I think about every time I see him because I'm like not his biggest. You fan. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He reminds me, and I'm not gonna lie. So like, okay. So every lesbian has dated men. Well, not all of them, but most of them have dated men before they came out, right? Yes. He reminds me of my first ex-boyfriend, like, (laughs) through and through. Every time he talked, I was like, oh, my God, he's so awkward. He's like my first ex. I literally wrote down Clay (laughs) (laughs) heebie-jeebies. Because he he gives me the heebie-jeebies. He has a very, like, interesting face. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't have a lot of a neck. Right. And I'm wondering if that's from, because he, he's a football player. If, if people haven't watched this show yet, he's a football player. And he plays for the Detroit Lions. I'm There's sure. a few football players this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was noticing that. I was like, okay, girlfriend wants herself a pro football player. I can't fault her for that. <laughs> I mean, I will uh, say that the Bachelorette get together was so cute and so needed. Oh, and mm-hmm. but I don't know if you saw this because I love Caitlin Bristow like so much. It's ridiculous. And she posted something on her Insta stories about how they basically like cut out everything she did. And like because like if you notice, like they never showed her talking like they never even showed her. Yeah. Um, like her confessionals or like they think they call them ITMs in the moment and Mm -hmm. um, she went on Instagram stories and was talking about how they basically like cut her out but they like couldn't not ask her because it would be awkward like for her just not to be there especially since she and Sean are so happy but like she's come out before and said that like Mike Fleiss who is the creator of The Bachelor if you don't know that um, like so on Caitlyn's season they actually had two bachelorettes they had Caitlyn and they had a girl named Britt and um, mm-hmm. the men voted the first night who they wanted to be the bachelorette. And um, Caitlin won, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's become very evident that Mike Fleiss wanted Britt to win. And, oh, boy. And so he has literally, like, blocked Caitlin from doing things like Dancing with the Stars. Like, Caitlin is literally a dancer. Like, that that was how she made her money before The Bachelor. So, like, oh my gosh. he wouldn't let her go on Dancing with the Stars. He just, like, continually, like blocks her from doing things and so um she posted an instagram story about how basically he like about how like why was she honestly honestly like why was she there if they're not even gonna like use her you know like yeah she's oh yeah so funny and has so much personality like she and jojo and rachel should have been a riot together but we didn't even really get to see caitlin and i was really bummed yeah i think like and it's so funny because like the few moments that they they captured like you can tell there's such good chemistry between all four of those women yes and like i think it's really a shame i'm gonna tell you guys if you're listening entertainment contracts are terrible they are like they will lock you in they will exploit you and i just think it's so unfair to caitlin because i've followed her on snapchat for a while and she is a freaking riot like 
she is so endearing and she's so funny and I, that's so unfair to her her contract from what i understand is basically up at this point because i believe it's two years it's a two-year contract that they signed okay that's not bad um because if you have to stay engaged for two years or like for two up as as long as two years to like keep the ring so if you break up before that you lose the ring and i think they've said okay. that sean and caitlin are literally like pushing back their their wedding so that they weren't obligated to do it on camera oh okay that makes sense. so i think it's like a two or a two might be okay if we're wrong please email us fantasy suites podcast at yeah. gmail.com let us know yeah. um if you've got the contract also send it to me because those things are fascinating <laughs> to me so like shoot that thing my way <laughs> um so <laughs> should, is this when we talk about the male model Oh my gosh! I I I wrote he is my key is my favorite part. I wrote down the pensive gentleman because that's what he called himself. The pensive gentleman. Can we call him that for the rest? Yes, of the hundred percent. And then he also okay. later used the word professionality. Professionality. <laughs> Bigly, he's terrible. He's oh man! I think you can call him that, and I will call him the male crystal. He, oh my god! I just remembered Crystal's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Do you watch Vanderpump Rules? No, I should. No, you haven't. No, okay. I haven't. It's a show on Bravo about it's a it's a spinoff from one of the Real Housewives shows. And I watched it because it's all about these people who work at a restaurant. But there are um, almost every guy on that show is a male model. And so when he, he's like, I'm a male model, <laughs> all I can think about is like Vanderpump Rules and how insane these male models are. And I'm just like, meh. <laughs> you never date the models. No. Never date no. models. It's just a bad right? idea. I really like Lincoln a lot. Lincoln? Okay, so, okay, full disclosure again, I, <laughs> there's a lot of disclosures I need to provide here. I also, I spoil myself on every season. I will Do not spoil spoilers me. to my, right, exactly. I keep spoilers to myself. I, it's really hard when I'm a part of a couple Facebook groups when people like speculate things and I'm like, well, girl, <laughs> 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 you're in for a real storm, honey. But I spoil myself on the spoilers that I'm sure everybody can we say his name or we yeah. to? reality Steve. Yeah. reality Steve yeah I read reality Steve religiously because I think that his snark is amazing <laughs> um but yeah so I I already know who's gonna win this season um but I will say that um this is public information it's not a spoiler or anything but some of the things that he talked about with Lincoln are so so interesting and like he seems so charming but i think we're gonna see some stuff from him this <gasps> really yeah okay drama this is my drama. problem i date guys like lincoln or i try to date guys like lincoln <laughs> and then i just end up like what just happened <laughs> that <laughs> what is going on literally that just happened to me i was like talking to a oh. guy and he was really cute and really sweet and he kissed me on my birthday and then we were going to go on a trip together, and he showed up with a hickey on his neck. <gasps> yeah, I was not happy. <sighs> I know. I was like, <sighs> I kind of want to uninvite you now. <laughs> go but home. because you've already paid. <laughs> <laughs> I will send you a check. Go home. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Um, how did you feel about Jean-Claude? <laughs> oh, I, I love him. perfume guy? Smooth. Yeah, the perfume guy. Yes. He pulled up this tiny little bottle of perfume and he's like, this is like, what, a thousand, two thousand dollars? And I was like, oh my goodness. I do not own anything <laughs> that costs that much money. And this is like a tiny milliliter bottle of perfume. And I was like, dude. <laughs> I just, I literally wrote down a quote that he said that perfume is the essence of your soul. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that I still wear Britney Spears Curious perfume, I don't know what that yes. says about my soul, but um, I'm okay with it. 
It says that you're a Britney Spears fan, which makes you the best kind of person. True. Very true. Yeah. Um, he yeah. also reminds me. Uh, well, did you watch Rachel's season at all? Okay. No. So there was a guy it. on Rachel's season that I actually really liked. His name was Josiah. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he was actually going to possibly win it. And so when mm-hmm. he went home, I was like shocked. But Jean-Claude reminds me a lot of Josiah. And like Josiah like kind of seemed intense sometimes but he'd have these like really funny moments like there was this moment where he won some like cup like some um like I don't know like you know what I'm talking about like those those things like when you win a trophy or something but it's like shaped like a cup oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so he won that and he was like drinking his alcohol out of it for the rest of the night (laughs) he was like he was like pass me my goblet and it was just really funny and so but Jean Blanc like I feel like his his face too like is very similar to Josiah I'll have to send you a picture of Josiah I I do remember thinking like even though I he's talking about perfume like it's yes like I do remember I do remember thinking he's super cute like he was definitely a yeah for sure um and I feel like on the first night what you're going off of is like yeah yeah spark of chemistry but like you don't know these guys you spent what five six hours with them you're going off of physical absolutely and like and not just that but like those moments that you talk to them it's do you feel the spark like do you feel like it could move into something more you know and I'm like I'm honestly interested because like I know that Caitlin said that she knew like night one basically that Sean was probably gonna win it and so I'm interested in like how many times that happens you know what I mean yeah and I think one of the things that is very interesting to me um that I noticed is that um the three were that were all there Rachel Caitlin and Jojo they all said that they ended up choosing the person they gave their first impression mm-hmm. those to. And we know who Becca gave her first impression I hope he to. doesn't win. We, yeah, it's me too. I don't <laughs> like him. Yeah. He, there is something, like, and like I said, I think, you know, because of what we know about him um, and because of the things that have come to light in the news recently, I don't think any contestant has caught, managed to cause this much of a stir no basically before the season you're wrong actually lee (laughs) lee from rachel's season last season he was like oh yeah he was like a literal racist (laughs) like like he he compared black lives matter to the kkk like i I don't i don't why would you i they just like there are so many times where i'm like at abc why right (laughs) why though (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why would you cast an actual racist on the season of the first right and then actually? and then not and why? not like defend kenny where like lee I, again i don't think i know you said you didn't really see it but um like kenny mm-hmm. was this like he was a pro wrestler and he's excuse me he's black and at one point lee kept calling him like aggressive which is very coded language for um and, mm-hmm. yeah. and like and they just kind of like and like but what was nice is like some of the guys on Rachel's season did try to like explain to Lee like hey dude like you can't just call like black men like aggressive like that has coded terms but like Lee didn't care and honestly if I was a producer at that point like you'd be done like like you'd right be, okay you can't even like self-crit like goodbye <laughs> Good, good, good. Don't let the mansion door hit you. For real. Like, like, we all knew he wasn't going to end up with Rachel. We all know that he's not going to be wanted in paradise. Like, keep it moving. Like, you literally have nothing to bring to this (laughs) franchise. Right? I mean, and I think, like, even if you are only semi-familiar with the Bachelor franchise, like, you know that Rachel is the one who does, like, she does not take any, like, she does not suffer. Oh, no. So, like, I feel like they the producers i think sometimes feel like they can get away with certain things like planting in these like landmines yeah. for the for the women especially i feel like they do it on the bachelorette seasons yeah and it's interesting to see how uh, like quickly in the bachelorette seasons like the guys are the guys are ready to like tear each other apart like the guys are ready to be like uh, yeah. um well your ex-girlfriend texted me blah 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 or whatever where like oh my god that was so crazy it was weird i was like you guys don't even know each other like calm down <laughs> like, um, calm down and it's like i kind of would understand if it was like a situation where
where like on Jojo season, there was like Chad and Alex where they had kind of like been at each other's throats, like back and forth the whole season kind of thing. Like I would kind of get if you like brought it up and you're like, Hey, this guy's been like a total douche to me this entire season. Like here's what his girl ex-girlfriend texted me, but to bring it up night one, yeah. I just feel like it's like literally you trying to cause drama. Yeah. And the fact that like she kept him, Ugh. the guy who brought it up, rather than I gotta tell you like I am a, the biggest Becca fan I love her so much but like she made a couple of decisions where I was like girl girl what are you right? doing you know and the fact that she kept the guy who brought the drama as opposed to the guy who the drama was about I was like mm. I feel like the guy who brought the drama isn't gonna be around for very long probably not um I will say that I think my favorites right now are I love Colton, which is the guy who okay. got out of the limo first, which is always like a good sign. Um, yes, where he did the poppers and everything, and he's like the football player. Oh, which... I love that! I thought that was so. Cute. And he was the one who, in the preview, admitted that he's a virgin. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so cute. Like I kind of love that there's a male Ashley eye in a way of like, yeah, because I feel like there's been a lot of girls like Kristen on Nick's season and then, you know, Ashley eye, of course, where they make it this big deal for the girls. And so I'm really excited that they now have like a guy who is like, hey, like I, I'm a virgin, but I'm not saving myself for marriage. I just haven't found the right person yet. And I think that that's like really cool of them to do. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you have to know that other guys are going to be like, I'm calling that into question because it's unfathomable to right. some men that you would have a 20-something virgin. Dumb, because you totally can. Right, exactly. I also think that Connor is really cute. Connor. And I like Blake, the guy in the in the red jacket. Yes. Um, he was, I think, yes. I think he was the one that rode in on the ox. Oh my gosh, yeah, and he was the one who, at, after the final rose, yes. rode in on the horse. Yes, yes. So my three favorites are Blake and Lincoln and Connor right now. Okay, so I think that I have two favorites, and you're going to laugh at the second one, but <laughs> my first favorite is Connor. I I think he is so oh, sweet and so adorable. So cute. And he said a couple of things to her during their like one-on-one chat that I was like that is so like if a guy said that to me right I don't even like guys but if a guy said that to me I'd be like oh <laughs> you know and then I like David chicken soup man oh my god <laughs> because like it takes some serious stuff downstairs to come to the bachelorette on night one in a chicken suit not like a tux and be like, Baka! and you know, like making right. jokes all night long. It shows that he can laugh at situations and laugh at himself. And I thought he was really cute. My only thing about him is I'm I hope that like this Bacaw thing ends after this episode. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise he'll be the new Waboom and then I'll have to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already getting sick of do the damn thing. Like I I'm like, okay, can we stop saying that? Like, I will say, though, that if the cute. person who proposes to her in the end doesn't say it, I will be even more furious than I was with Ari <laughs> when Ari didn't say it. <laughs> I'm furious when Ari did it when he proposed to Becca and he didn't say, I love that. I just, I'm really, okay, we're apparently derailing this to talk about Ari, which is fine. But that's fine. <laughs> I can't stand the fact that literally like three days before her season premiered, Ari and Lauren go on the view. Did you see this? No. Oh my gosh. So literally while Becca is doing her um her like promo tour, um, they Ari oh. and Lauren post like that they're going on the view, like a big announcement or something. And everybody was like, Okay, like I bet they're getting married on TV or something, right? And so Um, they go on the view and they announce that they're getting married in January in Hawaii, but it's not going to be televised. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so then one of the hosts of the view is like, um, is there like, why, like, basically like, why are you guys announcing this now? Like when Becca is doing her tour, like, can you not like, he didn't say this, but like, can you not just give her her time to shine? You know what I mean? Like give her her moment. Yeah. And Lauren literally was like, I just, I have no control over when we're announcing things. And I'm like, what do you mean? 
mean? You're not even filming this. What are you talking about? Honestly, okay, here's what I'll say. Those two deserve each other. I don't have to like them, but they deserve each other. And I hope they make each other happy because I'm not someone who likes to repeatedly like wish terrible things on people. Like I do. I genuinely hope they have a good life together, but I do think that karma is going to (laughs) suck. See, and I am a total angry feminist (laughs) who's like, you can literally bite it. Like, (laughs) I hope that your life together is miserable. (laughs) You will probably get divorced in less than 10 years. Good luck to you. Like, (laughs) I I watched the breakup portion with Becca and I was like, okay, he's dead to me. Like, we're (laughs) moving on. I was so angry. I um I listened to um a podcast called Good Christian Fun and yes. um one of and I and I moderate their Facebook group and one of the hosts, Caroline and I talk in um Facebook Messenger about The Bachelor and we literally when we were looking for new moderators, one of the questions on our moderator form was is Ari a piece of trash? <laughs> <laughs> this is important (laughs) and the answers were yes of course and I don't know who that is (laughs) Uh, I don't know him I don't know thanks Mariah Carey um (laughs) um I hate Jordan I don't remember who he is but I wrote a note I hate Jordan exclamation point I hate him exclamation points so (laughs) we don't like Jordan um it's always the ones you don't like that you like push out of your mind right. it's like I don't want to remember him he's gonna be gone anyway um I did make a note about Leo and his hair and I'm gonna make it. a connection here to the fact that his hair reminds me of Jason Momoa yes okay I'm gonna date myself because I was like looking at him and I was like this is Fabio <laughs> like this is Fabio's hair cover. wasn't that curly was it no, it wasn't. It was super straight. But, like, I was, like, he looks like he needs to be, like, you know, grabbing some women by the waist on the front of a horse. Like, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Wielding a sword. <laughs> that Ari cut out, though. Oh, my gosh. I so awkward. I honestly, when, when Becca went in to give her speech and she's, like, she mentioned something and then the camera zoomed in on the cutout. <laughs> I was wheezing. I was dying. It was so funny because, like, it just feel like Ari's like watching from the corner. <laughs> he would though. The real Ari would watch from the corner. Oh frequently. my god, he probably would. That's probably something he's into. <laughs> this is a hate podcast for Ari Lending Jr. Just FYI, <laughs> you're allowed to listen to us if you like him, but you probably just won't like what we have to say. <laughs> Just wait. One of these days, we're gonna rewatch his season, and it's just gonna be lots of angry yelling (laughs) and talking about bumper car trauma. Feminist yelling. (laughs) Um, Need to verbally process. So, speaking of angry feminist, how did you feel about uh, Camille and his sixty forty? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so let me just say about Garrett as a quick aside, right? So, like, knowing what we know about his Instagram likes and then seeing him ride up in this minivan with car seats and soccer balls, I was like, yo, dude. Like, I didn't think that was cute at back all. Off. No, I didn't think that was cute. And the fact that she I was like, girl, what are you doing? Because, like, you want to, like, talk to me about having kids that, like, put the brakes on, you know? Right? But this whole 60-40 thing, I was like, I would have looked at him and been like, you can go. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I... Honestly, I just reaffirmed my love for Becca because she was like, um, she met him 50-50 and then he was like, what about 60-40? And she stepped back and was like, so you're going to come to me? Yes. And, and he was like, no, 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 you come this way. And it was like really clear that she was not playing that. And that's like, honestly, something I've really loved about her so far is that she is really unashamed of who she is and like what she wants. Where like, she's like, yes. I'm a nerd. I like Harry Potter. I I was like I'm a closet nerd she's like I'm not even a closet nerd and I love that because like I feel like it's so easy sometimes for when the bachelorette happens that like they strip away all their like personality you know yeah like because they just become like I don't know like it's hard to explain but like if you watch Chris Soul's season and then you watch Caitlyn's season like I love Caitlyn but they like she was she's way funnier on Chris Soul's season and I don't think the fact that she's funny changed I just think that 
it's just like Ben Higgins on Caitlyn's season. You know what I mean? Like they just change. And I feel like Becca is just really genuine in like who she is and what she wants. And she's not going to like mess around with these people that she doesn't think is going to cut it. Like it reminds me of how Ben would just like cut people all the time because he was like, I'm not feeling it. Bye. I don't want to waste your time. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) I think one of the things that I, like you mentioned, like I love the fact that because I think, in the Bachelor franchise overall, I think sometimes because it is its own microcosm, you can see a lot of the larger social problems that we have in the world mm-hmm. reflected on it. So I think a woman in the franchise, whether she's a contestant on a Bachelor season or a Bachelorette herself, has to work 10 times as hard to have um, a likable personality. Yep or an endearing personality because women in society have to work a million times harder to be considered quote unquote likable agreed by the general population. So it's like uh, one of the things that shows that Becca is a good person and speaks to her character, I think is the fact that anybody who watches her for an hour can be like, okay, I like her. She's endearing. Mm -hmm. You know, I have not seen many negative words spoken about her you know they people will say things about the men people will say things about the let's do the damn thing tagline and that's right. fine but people don't talk really negatively about her and I think that speaks really highly of the kind of person that she is absolutely I yeah. want nothing but good things for Becca Kufrin she yes, deserves me the too. <laughs> Becca Kufrin is pure and we love her and she yes. deserves every good thing and I have to say that I find it really funny that the developer from Venmo is on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, after Ari did the horrible thing that he did, um, mm-hmm. people Venmoed Becca money. Yep. Um, myself <laughs> included. <laughs> yep, me to, too. <laughs> to buy herself some alcohol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I just think it's so funny that like the the developer of Venmo is on there, and I feel like he knows too that like I made so much money off of this guy breaking her. <laughs> <laughs> I made so much money off of you. I feel like I need to date you. Right, exactly. Um, so let's talk about Jake. Um, weird guy from Minneapolis who has met her. Oh, before. yeah. I think she did the right thing. What do you? I think? do too. Yeah. Um, on Nick's season, which at some point we'll get to, because for those of you who don't know, when the Bachelor takes breaks, Ash and I will probably pick others past seasons and we'll watch them together and recap them for you maybe do a book club or something um and eventually way down the line we'll have finished all of the seasons but you know that we have more than enough to pad our time right now um (laughs) yeah but so on next season there was this woman and I can't remember her name for the life of me but I remember that she was a Liz her name was Liz and she came on and she met Nick at Jaden Tanner's wedding and um they hooked up and he asked for her number but she didn't give it to him and then she shows up on his bachelor season oh, and is like hey like I should have given you my number or whatever it was weird but like he kept her around for a little bit just to like try and feel her out but he was like yeah no and like this gave me the same vibes like this doesn't ever work out positively like on Rachel's season, she used to be a camp counselor for this guy named Frank, like this kid named Frank. And then Frank came on the bachelorette for her and he didn't make it. So like, stop doing this. Yeah. I just it's think it's weird. I think it's weird. Yeah. It's so weird because it's like, I would feel so, you know, so creeped out. Yeah. I think the thing for me is like everyone who goes on the bachelor or the bachelorette knows that it is exposure because a large population watches it now i mean they've had declining ratings for this season but it's because it was on during the same time as some kind of sports thing you guys um so i just think like you get so much exposure and so many opportunities even if you're just selling like fit tea like you're making more money than you were for real so like and they quit their jobs most of them to go on this show and they don't get paid to go on the show Yeah, yeah, and they invest a lot of money into it, too. So it's like, everybody knows that this show gets you exposure. I mean, it's basic business. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you have met the person previously or been in their lives, and then you show up on this show, like, 
it's so clear what your intentions are, like Becca was saying. Yeah. I just... Your intentions I, yeah. are money. <laughs> right. And, like, I, I just don't... I don't... I'm, I'm not here for him. And I'm really glad that she sent him home as quickly as she did and didn't do the thing where, like, the other people in the past have, like, tried to give them the benefit of the doubt because that just wastes time. Like, you know you yeah. don't want to be with them. Like, just be done with it. Yeah. And I think it sent a really strong message to the guys that were there, too. Like, this girl is not playing around. I know. I love it. I love, love it. Love it. Um, I um, also – okay, do you remember Kristen? Kristen? Kristen is his Kristen. name? Yes. Yeah. So the first time he said something, he said, I want to show her something new that's never happened to her before. My like female walls went up and I was like, that sounds terrifying. Like whatever that is that you're going to do, don't do it because that sounds like I'm going to die in an alley. Um, But then I literally, you literally in my notes, I literally go from that sounds terrifying to be honest. And then I went, oh my gosh, I love him though. He's so great. Oh, he's cute. (laughs) So maybe the key here is please just pick different words next time. <laughs> Choose your words wisely, Krista. <laughs> but I like him. I, I thought I thought he was really clever with his little like with his um, Harlem Globetrotter stuff. Yes, that was so cute. Um, and then I also noticed that Becca really seems to know or like attempt to know all the guys' names because like they'll go to remind her and she remembers the name. And that is and I so, thought that, uh, yeah, it's just the best. Yeah, and yeah, and I think like that shows a lot about her too because I, I have watched so many seasons of The Bachelor slash Bachelorette, and I don't remember anybody's name until they get down to like ten of them. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, right. wait, what's his name again? You know. <laughs> you just have to describe him the guy with the hair yeah exactly the guy with the hair and I'm like oh Leo right right (laughs) um I was happy that Lincoln got the first rose um after the I mean how did you feel about Garrett getting the first impression rose he didn't make a good first impression on me yeah I think it's so interesting because we see it's so dichotomous because you see Becca as this like strong independent woman that's how they marketed her and like we know from previous social media that she is progressive that she voted for hillary clinton Mm -hmm. and then like here comes garrett with a minivan (laughs) and car seats and the girlfriend is like here's the first impression rose like i don't get it i just he didn't like he didn't make me swoon no and like like lincoln and connor and what was the other one I liked? Colton. <laughs> There's so many C names. <laughs> Trayden, Brayden, Okaden. Clay Harbor. Um, <laughs> um, oh. But like, they actually kind of like made me swoon a little bit all at different points, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. like, especially freaking Colton with his little popper thing. I mine was Connor. Like I was like, this dude, he's good. I like- know <laughs> they're so cute. Honestly, I feel like um, I feel like Colton could end up another cupcake. Which we'll watch Caitlyn's season soon because it's really good. Um, but Caitlyn, there's this guy who shows up in like a cupcake car, and his name's Chris, but everybody ca- ends up calling him Cupcake after that. And <laughs> and Caitlyn like breaks his heart in Ireland, and like the last you see of Cupcake is him like sobbing on these cliffs. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh no, it's so dramatic. But it's really funny because like I've listened to Caitlyn's podcast, and she still goes because he's a dentist, and he's like her dentist now. <laughs> So she still, like, goes to him after she, like, broke his heart on the cliffs of Dover. <laughs> but I'm worried. I, I need a cleaning today. I'm sorry I broke your heart. Right. Like, I, like, I almost, I worry for my sweet Colton that he might end up a cupcake. I, um, I, yeah. Lincoln got the first rose that I was happy with. Um, Camille mm-hmm. was blind. He claimed that he was blindsided that he didn't get a rose. And I wanted to be like, um. You just said 60, that 40, be dude. 60 40 dude. 60 40. Like, <laughs> keep bruh, walking. Like, bruh. <laughs> and then my Don't last even stop note. the cameras, walk out. My last note is just professionality. <laughs> <laughs> Take. 
Crystal from Ari's season and throw in a little Donald Trump. And here you have Model Boy. Yes. Like, I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. He reminds I was me shocked of... that she kept him. Me too! <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, well, that wraps up our wrap-up, unless you have anything else to add. I think the only thing that I would add is that I'm really curious to see of, like, the whole season what happens with, like, the ambulance. Yeah! And a guy getting taken out on the stretcher. Like, I was like, what is going on? He's, like, like, legit injured. Yeah! I want to know what happens. So I'm really... I'm really curious to see what male bravado brought that to fruition. I'm honestly, okay. I will say that I'm a little disappointed that The Bachelor is starting so late because that means Paradise is going to start even later. Um, yeah. And then Paradise. But the good thing that I do like about that, though, is like when Paradise ends in like August, we have to wait all the way till January to get The Bachelor. So like when they pushed it back a little bit like this, it gives us like a little less time without a Bachelor or something, you know? Um, right. But it's still annoying to me because I feel like it's summer. I want to be watching Paradise. Yes. You want to be seeing people in bikinis making poor decisions. Yes. On a beach. And being funny. Because Paradise is just so, like, dumb and funny that it's great. Jersey Shore meets The Bachelor. Oh, my gosh. I love Jersey Shore. Me too. (laughs) Okay. We have to wrap this up. We will be back in a little bit with our uh, recipe of the episode. See you soon. See you. Hello again. Hello. Welcome back. Hey. We are now going to do the cool segment that we think goes hand in hand with The Bachelor, which is our sweets section of the fantasy suites. Um, So I have a recipe um, that was inspired by the episode. Now, full disclosure, I did not come up with this recipe. I will provide the link in our show notes as well as on our website. Um, It is from a website called What Megan's Making. Um, I have made it from multiple different Um, websites before but it is chocolate chip cookie dough dip yes and I went with this because I feel like Becca is like kind of that like tried and true like she's exactly like you kind of know what you're getting but in the like but it with a twist of like in like it's better than you ever could have imagined like we all love cookie dough how could it get better cookie dough dip See what I'm saying? You can make it a dip. Right. Exactly. So I feel like Becca is that. And so every episode, Ash or I will come up with a recipe, find a recipe um, that we will share with you guys um, inspired by the episode. Maybe it's a contestant. Maybe it's a date. Maybe it's whatever. But um, we thought this would be fun. So um, chocolate chip cookie dough dip is actually really easy to make. And what Megan's making has the best recipe I've used so far. So all it is is a half a cup of butter, a third a cup of brown sugar, um, one eight-ounce block of cream cheese softened. So I just, when I buy it, I just leave it out. And then um, three-fourths a cup to one cup of powdered sugar to taste. I always go for the cup because go big or go home. Right. Um, <laughs> one teaspoon of vanilla extract and then three-fourths a cup of mini chocolate chips and then get extra to sprinkle on top. But it's really easy. So you're just going to take a pan, put the butter um and um, put the butter in, make sure it's melted. Then you're going to whisk in brown sugar. Um, and then it's going to dissolve in there. And then the, it's going to start to bubble. And that's when you're going to want to stir in the vanilla and then set it aside to cool. It's not going to like stick to your pan. So don't worry about it like ruining your pan. Um, and then in another bowl, you're going to take the cream cheese and the powdered sugar and you're going to cream it together um, for about a minute. And then with the mixer on low speed, you're going to add in that whole brown sugar butter mix um, until it's all combined. And then you're going to mix in the chocolate chips. Then you put more chocolate chips on top, put it in the fridge, and you're good to go. It's super easy. 
This is my jam. It's so easy. And it's bomb with animal crackers and vanilla wafers. <laughs> yes. It's, and it's it's so easy to make. And, like, there's multiple recipes online that doesn't require you to do it in a saucepan if, like, you don't have access to a stovetop. Um, I've made it both ways. I think it tastes better with the stovetop, but it is so good. It's clearly not dairy-free, so I'm sorry for you lactose intolerant <laughs> peeps like myself. Um, take some lactate you'll be fine exactly exactly <laughs> but I brought it to work and it was like crack everyone was eating it and was obsessed with it so yeah um I hope you guys enjoy our very first recipe and you think of Becca Cooper the entire time you're eating. <laughs> yeah eat it during the next episode of the bachelorette <laughs> yes and find some bachelorette wine yes you can I think they make to go with I it. think they make bachelor wine yes. now they do. I had the when I watched the finale, I had a bottle of Bachelorette Chardonnay called One on One. <laughs> was it good? <laughs> and it was delicious. Yeah, it was actually really good for a Chardonnay. I was like, I am surprised. I am legitimately hey, shocked. Bachelor Wine, sponsor us. <laughs> right? Exactly. How about that sponsorship though? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will be right back. Uh, we'll see you soon. Hi, one last time. One last time. It's time to say goodbye. The long farewell. <laughs> I love the sound of music. <laughs> yes. Um, so we are going to just wrap up. This has been so fun, and I can't wait to do this for the rest of the season with you. Yes. Um, so, Ash, where can we find you on social media? Um, okay, so... You can find me on Instagram at at the happy lesbian. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at at the happy lesbian. There's probably some underscores in there, but I don't use Twitter <laughs> that often. So there's just you can figure it out. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook under Ashley Montgomery. Yeah, that's those are my social medias. Happy Pride. Yes, and happy Pride to you. Thank you. And- Yes, while we're at it, let's get a gay bachelorette. Come on. <laughs> That's not Tila Tequila. No, yeah, no, no, <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel Sham Diego, like Carmen San Diego. Um, yes. And then you can um, find the Fantasy Suites. You can find us on um, Twitter at Fantasy Suite Pod. On Instagram, we are at Fantasy Suites Podcast. And we are Facebook.com slash Fantasy Suites Podcast. Um, we do have an email, Fantasy Suites Podcast at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us. Um, and our website is bit.ly slash Fantasy Suites. Um, we would like to thank Ella Hoyt from the bottom of our heart for designing our beautiful cover art that we love. It's so pretty. So thank you so much, Ella. Um, and thank you, everyone, to li- for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Don't forget to take the survey. Yes, don't forget to take the survey. The info that you heard at the beginning of the episode will be echoed um, right after this. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to our very first episode of Fantasy Suites. Like Ash mentioned in the previous little segment, we do have a survey we would love for you to take just so we can know what you thought of the episode, what we did well, what we could do better. Um, The website is bit.ly slash fspilotsurvey. Again, bit.ly slash fspilotsurvey. There will be a link in the show notes for you to find. (laughs) And uh, we hope you'll tune in next week. Thanks.